In the 1920s, a Jew traveled from a small Polish shtetl to Warsaw. When he returned, very excited, he told his friend all of the wonders that he saw there. I met a Jew, he said, who grew up in one of the most famous yeshivas of Poland. I met a Jew who owned a large store with lots of employees. I met a Jew who was begging on the side of the road. And I met a Jew who was an ardent communist. His friend, clearly unimpressed, asked him, What's so strange about that? Warsaw is a big city, lots of Jews there. So he said to his friend, You don't understand. It was all the same Jew. King David said in Psalms, Aim habanim smecha. Literally, the mother of the children is happy. In the analogy, the mother is the potential, the ideal. When that potential can translate into the actual, then you'll find simcha, you'll find happiness. When the lofty ideals find physical expression in the world, then the mother has effectively had her children and the consequence is happiness. It's a totally different perspective on what happiness is. And it's not what happens when good things happen to you or when you have no worries. If you wait for that, you'll be waiting forever. As Jews, even when there's nothing to worry about, we worry about having nothing to worry about. And certainly in the analogy of a mother, could you find a more busy person? Usually the mother of a, chi- of a child, of children, especially little children, She's all over the place. She's not the perfect, calm, relaxed, smiling person. In the real world, she's the one running around, making sure kids don't knock down the house, and she's changing the nappies, and looking after everyone, and juggling her work, and her children, and her house, all at the same time. You wouldn't look at the mother and say, this is your picture of happiness. But King David is teaching us, through the mother, that happiness is about focusing less on enjoying and more about doing, about translating your ideals, your goals, your passions into the world. And the more natural this idea is to us, the more in line it is with who we are in our neshama, our soul, then the more happiness we'll find in it. And on the opposite end, There's nothing worse in life than having potential that is untapped. So when you could have done something, you had the opportunity, but you didn't. And it's interesting because there's punishment in the Torah associated with doing bad things. Like if you go and steal, then you've got to pay back money and you've got to pay back even more. Um, If you commit adultery, the Torah gives punishment for that and so on. But there is no punishment in the Torah for not doing a good thing. For not doing a mitzvah. And I'd like to suggest that the reason is because the punishment is already inbuilt into the world and into our bodies. And like I said last week, the anxiety that a person feels when they are not positively living out their ideals, that itself is the punishment. So if we look to the mother as the paradigm source of happiness we learn a few things 
and that is that her children only come after time, a lot of patience, and eventually a lot of pushing. And if we want to know how to take our ideal and make it actual, to have our spiritual children, then we need to know that it's going to take time, will require a lot of patience, and we're going to have to push really hard over a long period of time to actualize it and to make it happen. It'll happen, but we have to push for it to happen. And that is Aim Habanim Smecha, the mother of the children, the mother who has the children, is happy. I'm Rabbi Brad. I wish you a wonderful, happy Shabbos. And TGIS, thank God it's Shabbos.